0: Welcome in to another brand new episode of The Blackout, brought to you by Super Team Media and coming to you from Chattanooga, Tennessee. I'm your host, Thomas Black, as we'll take a look at the world of college football, the best teams, the biggest games on the road to the college football playoff. And man, are we coming off a lackluster week 11 in the college football season. Heading into week 11, I told you there were still nine teams alive that could reach the college football playoff. And what did we find? Each and every one of those teams won their game over the weekend. It was rather surprising that there wasn't an upset in the mix somewhere over the weekend. But of course, when you're looking at the top four, there was no reason to believe that any of the top four teams in the country were going to fall. Alabama handled Mississippi State with another shutout, 24-0. While it took Clemson a little while to pull away, they were in control the entire game against Boston College, winning 27-7. Notre Dame rolled an inept Florida State team 42-13. And, of course, Michigan handled Rutgers on the road 42-7. But it's the remaining five teams that I want to take note of that, despite better competition in their games, all found a way to win. Georgia defended their home field and beating Auburn 27-10. West Virginia not-too-surprisingly dominated TCU 47-10. Ohio State struggled for a little while on the road at Michigan State, but came away with a 26-6 win. Washington State handled Colorado on the road 31-7. And in the game that offered the most promise of an upset over the weekend, Oklahoma barely, just barely held on at home against Oklahoma State 48-47 in a thriller But outside of that one game, it was a ho-hum weekend. And we'll roll into Week 12 with the exact same nine teams still alive with a chance to fight for a national championship. And now it's time to take a look at what I have for you in this week's episode of The Blackout. Of course, as I do every week, I'll take you through the best moments of Week 11 as it pertains to the college football playoff contenders. Additionally, in the second segment... I'll have joining me from Tuscaloosa, Alabama, and the Town Square media radio stations, Don Hartley, as we'll discuss Alabama and what their future holds in the next few weeks wrapping up the college football season. Trust me, we're not looking at the Citadel game coming up this weekend. But we will dive into Alabama and what challenges lie ahead for them, as well as what could be coming down the road. Will we see Alabama-Clemson Part 4? And what's going on at quarterback with the injuries pertaining to Tua Tungavaloa and Jalen Hurts? Now, without going any further, let's go ahead and get to... The very best of Week 11 from the College Football Playoff Contenders. Starting off this week at number three, I have the Clemson Tigers pulling away from Boston College in a game in which, let's be honest, they were never really threatened against Boston College despite trailing 7-3 to three early in the game off a punt return for touchdown by the Eagles. Clemson was clearly in control of this game, but it was a low-scoring game that Boston College had something of a chance to get back into the game, even going into the fourth quarter. But this punt return for a touchdown by Amari Rogers put the game away for good early in the fourth quarter.
1: And here's the punt to Rogers, who retreats to the 40. Amari Rogers gets the edge, has blockers, and explodes. Amari Rogers touchdown to Clemson. Each team with a punt return to the house tonight. You can see that developing early. <laughs>
0: And that was Chris Fowler and Kirk Herbstreet on the call for ESPN on ABC as Amari Rodgers' 58-yard punt return for a touchdown gave Clemson the final margin it needed to win the game 27-7 over Boston College. And it might turn out to be that this is the final test for Clemson, really, as the rest of the regular season plays out. And you can even extend that, really, to the ACC championship game. BC is what I imagine will be the last ranked team that Clemson will play besides what I expect them to see in what would be a college football playoff matchup. Clemson does still have Duke and South Carolina left, but I don't see either one of those teams putting up a real fight against Clemson. And then whoever comes out of the ACC Coastal Division, I think you're looking at a team that is very likely to be completely overmatched by the Tigers in the ACC Championship game. As I've been projecting from the very beginning of the season, I think you see Clemson back in the college football playoff here as we wrap up the final few weeks of the season and the conference championship games. Next up, as my second best moment I have from week 11 from college football playoff contenders, it comes from Georgia's 27-10 win over Auburn. Five-man rush. front has time and a wide-open receiver. Terry Godwin, Georgia! And that was Sean McDonough on the call for ESPN as Jake Fromm threw a 38-yard touchdown pass to Terry Godwin to really put Georgia in control against Auburn. I know that many people who didn't watch this game understand that Auburn has had a lot of trouble offensively this season, and a 27-10 final score may feel like Auburn never had a chance in this game. But you have to go back to this moment in the game. With under three minutes remaining in the first half, Georgia was actually trailing Auburn 10-6, to but this was the second of two touchdowns Georgia had in the final three minutes of the first half to go up 20-10 to at halftime. This touchdown to Terry Godwin coming with only 29 seconds left in the first half. And I believe you'll see this Georgia Bulldog team carry this game to an 11-1 finish to the regular season and their matchup against Alabama in the SEC Championship game. All they have left on the schedule are home games against Massachusetts and Georgia Tech. While Georgia should absolutely win both of those games, I don't know that they're a good enough defensive football team to make the Georgia Tech game just a simple walk in the park. They could see a challenge there, but I do think that Georgia probably wins the game in the end. But it's the fact that they struggled to score as much as they did against Auburn's defense, and the fact that I don't think they have an elite defense, as to why I don't think they stand much of a chance of competing with Alabama once they do reach the SEC championship game in Atlanta. And now for the top moment of week 11 in the college football season, here is Steve Levy on the call for ESPN on ABC. Here we go.
1: Looking for the lead. Cornelius behind and knocked away. Trey Brown on the coverage. And the two-point conversion fails.
0: Trey Brown knocked away that pass to preserve a 48-47 victory for the Oklahoma Sooners over the Cowboys of Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State had just scored with a minute and nine seconds left in the game and had the opportunity to walk away with a win had they converted on the two-point conversion. And the painful moment for the Cowboys was compounded by the fact that Taylor Cornelius had a receiver open in the end zone for what should have been a pretty easy pass for the win. But as you could tell by Levy's call, the pass was behind his receiver, allowing Brown to jump in front and knock the ball down. And this game sets up Oklahoma for what should be an easy win against Kansas this Saturday before a road trip to West Virginia next Friday after Thanksgiving as the Sooners will try to finish up the regular season with only one loss as the Sooners play on the road at the Mountaineers for what could be a playoff elimination game. First though, West Virginia will also have to get by a game against this tough Oklahoma State team. Now, as I go off to break, stick with me for the second half of the show as I'll be joined by Don Hartley from Tuscaloosa, Alabama on the other side as we look at Alabama's remaining schedule, the tests they'll have, and what we expect as they approach what could be another run at a national championship. You're listening to Thomas Black on the Blackout. (laughs) Welcome back to another segment of The Blackout. Thomas Black here with you, as always, as we work our way looking through the best teams of all of college football on the way to the college football playoff. And now joining me from Town Square Media Radio Stations from Tuscaloosa, Alabama, it's Don Hartley. Don, how are you doing today?
1: I'm doing great. It's a rainy, cold evening here, but I'm doing great.
0: Wonderful to hear it. I'm glad to have you on the show. And now I'm going to jump right into it. As we've seen this Alabama team th- go throughout this season, I know you've covered this program for an awfully long time. As you look at this team and what you've seen with the offense and how it's transformed with Tua Tungavalo at quarterback, is this the best Alabama team you've seen yet?
1: I think offensively, they probably uh, right up right there at the top, if not at the top. I think uh, Tua. By uh, all you have to do is see him to know that he's probably the best. Quarterback Alabama's ever had, and that includes a lot of great quarterbacks like uh, Kenny Stabler and, uh, of course, uh, Joe Namath, uh, to name a couple of them. But uh, I think the offensive line is uh, one of the best they've ever had, and th- the quality of their offense has kind of overshadowed the fact that their defense has grown up as the year has gone along, and they have a young defense.
0: I was going to say the next point I want to make is that defense. When you're looking at what they've done the last two weeks, shutting out LSU, shutting out Mississippi State, has this defense really grown up and have they turned a corner, rounding into form and looking like Alabama defenses that we've seen over the last few years?
1: I think they're getting close to it. It, it, Their secondary is by far uh, much more improved than anybody I think thought they would be before the season. Uh, These young men have, have had some great coaching, but of course, we're also talking about a bunch of guys that were five stars coming out of high school. And the, whether you uh, agree with the star system or not, at least it does say that these were among the best uh, defensive backs uh, in the in the country coming out of high school. They have uh, they've gelled as the year has gone along. They play as a unit real well. The defensive line is putting a whole lot of uh, pressure on uh, offenses. As uh, was worn out by five sacks of. Uh, um against mississippi state last weekend
0: now as we look at the season coming up i know that alabama still has games left to play they've got auburn on the schedule of course they have the sec championship Uh, but you tell me your opinion don as as we look at this college football season there are an awful lot of people myself included as you look at this season it certainly feels like we're headed for clemson alabama part four are you in that same boat or is is that Uh jumping to conclusions
1: I, well, I think we all are jumping to the same conclusion. It, 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 that looks the way it is. Of course, all it, with any team, all it takes is one key injury to uh, change the whole perspective. Sure. Uh, and, and, and with Alabama, it depends on uh, is Tua going to be able to stay healthy. Uh, you know, Alabama started the season out with perhaps arguably the two best quarterbacks in the country, uh, a freshman that had won the national championship. Uh, for, for the Crimson Tide the last season and a backup who was All-Southeastern Conference freshman of the year.
0: As you look at those quarterbacks, there are obviously health concerns. Tua has been banged up the last few weeks. Of course, Jalen Hurts is really having some trouble on the sideline as well. What do you expect to see out of the quarterbacks this weekend when they play the Citadel? Is it going to be a lot of Mac Jones or will we see some play out of Tua Tungvaloa as well?
1: I think we'll see Tua at least through the first quarter of the ball game, And... This is, um, all, in all honesty, this is a game that Alabama should win fairly easily. Uh, they probably should score a good deal in the first half, uh, which will allow uh, Coach Saban to be able to pull Tua uh, and and play Mac Jones. Uh, Mac Jones has got a lot of talent, and he has shown it at times uh, this year. He wasn't allowed to do very much in the latter part of the game when he came in against Mississippi State because, uh, you know, there were there was a lot riding on those last few minutes of the ball game, but uh, he is the technically got the capabilities, especially against uh, the Citadel of being able to put on a good show.
0: Now, as you look at the iron bowl coming up in a couple of weeks, uh, I know this, this Auburn Tigers team isn't the same team that we saw from last year. I know they don't have, Uh, Necessarily the same offense, and I know they've had some struggles along the way, Uh, but uh, do they have anything? uh, I know the defense is pretty good, but do they have anything that's going to really, truly test Alabama and give them a chance to win?
1: I think the key of this game is that you just mentioned it. This is not the same Auburn team as last year, uh, and this is not the same Alabama team that came into the Iron Bowl last year. The Crimson Tide came in with a bunch of injured linebackers. Uh, They were an exhausted team. You could tell that they just were not playing up to the level they had earlier in the season. Uh, And what wore that out was once they had several weeks off to prepare for the uh, playoffs, they looked like a totally different team. Uh, Last year, it really was an advantage for Alabama to not have to play in the Southeastern Conference Championship game because they were able to get well and get uh, a little more energy. Uh, Auburn, I guess their biggest weakness this year is their offensive line. Stidham is a is a a good quarterback. The problem he has got is that uh, the offensive line can't keep the defense off of him. He's having to run for his life. He's not able to set his feet when he's passing. Uh, He's not able to get to the corner uh, like he did last year. And as anybody that that, uh, has watched football for any length of time knows, a quarterback is only as good as that offensive line.
0: Now, as we look ahead to the SEC championship, it's a little unusual that we still have a couple of weeks left to play in the regular season, yet our SEC championship is already set in stone. When you're looking at Alabama and Georgia, two teams that met up last year in the national championship but didn't see each other last year in the SEC championship, Uh, what do you see in this game? To me, I'm looking at a Georgia team that isn't as physical as it was last year defensively, and I just don't know if they have what it takes to really test Alabama in the SEC championship game.
1: Georgia got some of the same problems Alabama did uh, uh, coming into the season. and That is an inexperienced offense, uh, defense. They uh, put a lot of people into the NFL last year. Uh, and they have not, I don't think, developed defensively as well as Alabama has uh, during the year. And I'm sure that Kirby Smart, that really uh, bothers him being a defensive uh, coach himself. But, uh, yeah, I think that, that, that this is a game that uh, Alabama can win. But again, it's it's one of those cases of how healthy Tua be, uh, and uh, will there be any injuries in the uh, the Auburn game of the Iron Bowl? Of course, both teams have tough games at the end of the season. Alabama with the Iron Bowl against Auburn, and Georgia against their arch rival uh, Georgia Tech. And while that's not a Southeastern Conference game, obviously, it's a game that that. Uh, Georgia wants to win because it's their in-state rival, their recruiting rival, and just the the bragging rights. Uh, So will both teams be able to stay healthy going into that? And all things even, uh, yeah, I think Alabama would have the edge.
0: Now, as we look at the remainder of the season, we keep on bringing up the health of Tuatunga Valoa. Obviously, I I think that is the biggest key to Alabama's success going forward. Uh, but uh, you knowing his health maybe a little bit more than, than what some people have seen from a far distance, uh, what is this Alabama team looking at as far as his prognosis going forward? I know he has to survive the next couple of games, but if he can make it through relatively unscathed in the next few games, is the near month that he's going to have off before the college football playoff, assuming that Alabama does win those games, is that going to be enough time for him to be 100% headed into the playoff?
1: Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, just uh, from talking to some friends of mine that that uh, are uh, physicians at, and talking about the type of injury that he that he has, and hearing uh, Coach Saban talk as well, I think that's not really a problem. I, I'm going to make some Mississippi State fans uh, fans mad, but one of the things that happened in this game this last weekend, and all you have to do is go back and watch the replay, Mississippi State was putting helmet on knee almost every time they were able to get to. Uh, and the, uh, the backfield. Uh, he was not mobile because of that injury, and because of that, the offensive line just wasn't able to hold that uh, really quality uh, defensive line that Mississippi State has out very long. You know, a lot of people ignore that fact that Mississippi State's defense is about as good as there is uh, in the Southeastern Conference right now. They're right up there at the top with um, a lot of other teams, especially in their scoring defense. I think it's what 12.9 points a game they've allowed in Alabama uh, more than double that. But as far as the injury to Tua is concerned, I think it's, it, you, you nailed it right there. The, the the time between the end of the season, the regular season and the playoffs, I think is going to be enough for him to get healthy. They're going to get some of the other little uh, nagging injuries that they've got uh, on the offensive line and on the defensive line. And uh, they'll have those uh, guys healthy as well. And, I think it could be very much the same situation as last year. You'll see a a much healthier, uh, much more robust Alabama team going into the playoffs.
0: You mentioned what uh, Alabama has faced in these recent matchups with Mississippi State and LSU, obviously the two best defenses that they've faced to this point. But on the other side of the ball, those teams don't have the offensive firepower to be able to go up against a strengthening Alabama defense at this point. Uh, do you see teams around the country that can face Alabama and give them a test both offensively and defensively, namely Clemson probably being one of those teams?
1: Yeah, Clemson uh, can do it. And you know, teams with mobile uh, quarterbacks with good arms, even Michigan uh, with their yeah. one loss that they have, uh, they have a, a quarterback in Shay Patterson. He's familiar with Alabama. Uh, he's a mobile quarterback. Uh, he's got the capability of giving Alabama some uh, headaches, especially with some good quality receivers that uh, Michigan has. Uh, of course, if Oklahoma were to make it, uh, Tyler Murray, uh, who is to as, number 1 rival for the the Heisman this year. Uh he has the capability of uh, giving headaches to the Alabama defense. So, yeah, there are some teams that can can give Alabama uh troubles. I'm I'm not ready like a lot of the the uh, pundits around the country to to mark this Alabama team down as the best ever. Um uh, they still have a lot of uh, things to do to prove that.
0: I'm certainly with you. I'm looking forward to the matchups they could face down the road. I'm with you. It sounds like we're kind of on the same page that I think the two possible biggest tests for this Alabama team are Clemson and Michigan. And I, honestly, what I've seen out of Vegas recently and some possible future point spreads agrees with those sentiments as well. So we're looking forward to it. Don, I know that there's a lot of exciting stuff left in this season, and we look forward to potentially, if you'd like to, join the show again sometime as we work our way toward the college football playoff.
1: Would love to. I know a lot of fans out there are tired of hearing about Alabama and about Clemson. But uh, whenever you're the two um, best programs at this point in the country, uh, that's what you're going to get. And we're (laughs) we're seeing a remarkable run by two teams uh, there that that, uh, I think when people 10, 20 years down the road look back at, at what's happened in these last few years they're going to say, that's two of the better teams ever in college football.
0: I agree with you. It sure has been a special few years in college football, and it doesn't seem like it's ending anytime soon. Don, I appreciate the time, and we'll look forward to catching up with you again. Look forward to it. Yes, sir. He is Don Hartley, and of course I have to give him a big thank you for joining the blackout as we look at Alabama and what they will see in the coming weeks as they look to challenge for another national championship Under Nick Saban and as we wind down the final weeks of the regular season and as we look to conference championship games and the college football playoff approaching I would fully anticipate if you've been listening to the show on a regular basis keep an ear out for Don Hartley and his opinions as they are likely to come back to the show as Alabama will be contending for another national championship and once again I have to thank each and every one of you for listening to the show It's been exciting to see it grow, and I can't wait to see what's next for the Blackout. For now, make sure you like the show on Facebook, at The Blackout Podcast. While you're there, go ahead and leave a review. You can also follow up by subscribing and rating the show on iTunes. And lastly, I'd love for you to share the show with your friends as we reach out to the biggest names and the best teams and the biggest games of all of college football on the road to the college football playoff. Until next week's episode, I'm Thomas Black, and thank you for listening to The Blackout.